Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. Welcome back to the WFO Life Podcast. Dr. William Curtis here, and I'm flying solo today with a topic I wanted to cover. Pretty short topic today, but I think this one's going to be dense in depth and in the impact it might have. For me, I like to read every morning, and it's part of my just personal development program, if you will. I try to read a book a week, and the book that I'm reading right now is taking me a little bit longer than that. It is written by John Kabat-Zinn, and it's called Full Catastrophe Living, subtitle being Using the Wisdom of Your Body and Mind to Face Stress, Pain, and Illness. It's a fascinating book, tons of pearls. Probably I'll do a whole episode just on the content of the book. But I came across something that was a little snippet that I thought would be uh, interesting to just read through. You know, as a physician, I treat people every day that are suffering some form of illness, pain, disability, and of course, I treat people who ultimately pass. And there's always a lot of pain and trauma associated with that. And I came across this reading because it it struck as a, a true for me, um, you know, sort of a, a healthy way to look at this process. And um, so what I'm going to do, and, and I'll give some comment as I go through, but what I want to do is first I wanted to set this up with the, the section inside of Full Catastrophic Living that John Kabat-Zinn wrote. And what it is, is it's a quote uh, and discussion about a letter, a response letter Einstein wrote um, to a rabbi that had uh, lost a daughter. I think it's very profound, and then I think I'll go ahead and read through John Kabat-Zinn's take on everything and then give my own thoughts. So again, this is really on um, Einstein commenting on the meaning and the, uh, you know, the, what, what, we, what we should be focusing on in, in face of death or, or, or loss, and I think it's um, very powerful, I hope, you know. Maybe, maybe just me, but certainly I'd be interested to see what you think of this. So here, here, here we go. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the backstory. When Einstein was living in Princeton, working at the Institute for Advanced Study, he used to receive letters from people all over the world asking for his advice about personal problems. He had a unique reputation for wisdom among lay people throughout the world because of his scientific achievements, which few understood, but most people knew were revolutionary. But he also had a profound reputation for compassion because of his kindly face and his outspoken involvement in humanitarian causes. He was thought of by many people as, quote, the smartest man in the world, end quote. Although he himself could never understand the big fuss people made over him. The following passage comes from a letter he wrote in response to a rabbi who had written explaining that he had sought in vain to comfort his 19-year-old daughter over the death of her sister, a, quote, sinless, beautiful 16-year-old child, end quote. The letter to Einstein was clearly a cry for help, coming out of the most painful of human experiences, the death of a child. Einstein explained, or re- I'm sorry, Einstein replied, so here we go. This is this is actually Einstein's words in this uh, topic, or his response. A human being is part of the whole, called by us, quote, the universe, end quote, a part limited, 
and time and space. He experiences himself in his thoughts and his feelings as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to the affection of a few persons nearest to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole nature in its beauty. Nobody is able to achieve this completely, but the striving for such achievement is in itself a part of the liberation and foundation for inner security. So that ends the quote, but I want to go ahead and cover a few of John Kabat-Zinn's comments about this because I think he did a nice job explaining this very, very deep concept of wholeness and the, the idea that although people come and go and pass from our lives, they were never, you know, it was, that's the nature of things. And that's how, um, that's, that's fundamentally, um, they're still part of the whole and their experience um, was still part of the whole. So here's his reply. In his reply, Einstein is suggesting that we can easily become imprisoned and blinded by our own thoughts and feelings because they are so endemically self-centered, concerning solely with the particulars of our own lives and our own desires. He is not belittling the suffering we experience at such a loss, not at all. But he is saying that our overwhelming preoccupation with our own separate lives imprisons us by ignoring and obscuring another more fundamental level of reality. In his view, we all come into the into and go out of this world as quickly passing gatherings of highly structured energy. Einstein is reminding us to see wholeness as more fundamental than separateness. He is reminding us that our experiences of ourselves as separate and enduring is a delusion and ultimately imprisoning. Of course, we are separate in the sense that our lives are localized in time, like a lifetime, or in space, a body. We do have particular thoughts, feelings, and unique, wonderful, love-filled relationships, and we suffer greatly and understandably when those bonds and connections are ruptured, especially when death comes to the young. But at this time, as is, it is not equally true that we are all here and gone in an instant, little eddies of whirlpools in a flowing current, waves briefly rising on an ocean of wholeness. As eddies and waves, our lives do have certain uniqueness, but they are also the stuff of larger wholeness, expressing itself in ways that ultimately surpass our comprehension. It's a pretty interesting perspective that he gives there, and I'm going to go a little bit further with uh, John Kabat-Zinn's uh, comments here. Einstein is reminding us that we, that when we neglect our, the perspective of wholeness con and connectedness, we see only one side of being alive. This view inflates the sense of myself, my problems, my loss, my pain, as what is supremely important and prevents us from seeing another very real dimension of our own being, that it is not so separate or unique. When we identify ourselves with the permanent, solid, quote, self, end quote, it is delusion of the consciousness, a form of self-imprisonment, according to Einstein. Elsewhere, he wrote that the va true value of human being is determined primarily by the measure and sense in which he has attained liberation from self. 
So I think this is uh, very powerful and it helps me, you know, I've, I've dealt with loss of you know, family and, and certainly loss of patients over the year. I even had a patient that passed recently that for some reason, you know, kind of affected me quite a bit. I remember thinking it, it struck me. Um, I think it was because the man was roughly my age and um, seemed uh, fairly unexpected. And it was just one that I pondered for a while and it, and it gave me thought. I think that's why this reading touched me a little bit, just as a reminder that we're all part of this whole and people that have passed are still part of the whole. They're not gone. They're just part of the whole. They're just not in the energetic form that we see them now. And, um, you know, wherever that lands for you, you know, this is, you know, some would say, fine, that that's obvious. Their, their soul, their spirit has gone on and is part of the collective. And um, and that's, that's certainly um, typically my view of this. But I, I love the way Einstein pl- puts this. And uh, it's interesting advice. And, and it's... Um, you know, I think it also helps us and reminds us to make the most of each day and try to impact the others around us in a positive way. After all, we are part of a whole. Um, our, we are our brother's keepers, and we, you know, even our enemy is partly us. And and so we should look beyond our families, and we should, um, you know, of course, it's nature, and you know, it's it's the nature of our our being to take care of our families and and be um, and part of our clan, if you will. But at the same time, I think it's um, more appealing and more enlightening to look at the whole of the universe and the whole of our, you know of mankind and and sort of try to look at each other as part of the whole because that's really truly what we are regardless if we want to delude ourselves and say otherwise so i don't know you know this was meaningful to me struck me in a strong way and i thought it was a little pearl of something that can help me understand when things don't go as expected when life seems like it ends too soon when we have loss I think that it's important to always look at life and, you know, and and our experience is just one part of a whole. And our experience as a human is just one time, one lifetime, and one space, a body. And though all that is unique, um, there is a certain comfort in knowing we're part of a bigger whole and we'll always stay that way. So anyway, if this has uh, been interesting for you, just a short piece like this, um, please give me a comment in the uh, Future Focus Health Network inside of the WFL Life Tribe. I'd love to hear back from you. If uh, I get a little feedback on this type of episode, I would certainly be willing to share some of these in the future. I think part of what I like about the WFL Life podcast is this idea that we're presenting material, uh, we being my co-host Chris Story and I, are trying to present content that will help others move forward faster. You know, the world is moving very fast and and, and learning, we're in the information age. And one of the things I've always thought is that meta-learning, this idea of accelerated content learning, is something that we should all strive for because we're there's so much to understand and there's so much to engage with intellectually. And I, I just think that, uh, you know, if you see something that means something to you, please forward that to us. We'd love to, we'd love to learn from you. So again, start, join that conversation. And if you are not following us on the Future Focus Health Network, um, then I'd, I'd put that in the show notes. 
Certainly, if you like these episodes and you want to make sure that you get them, check in with, you know, go to WFOLifePodcast.com and make sure that you sign up to, to receive our latest episodes. So I hope that makes a good start to your day, and I will check with you again in about a week. 